Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast with my co-host Frank Santopadre. Our guest this week is a talented actress of both the big and small screen, as well as an aortic awareness advocate and the founder of the John Ritter Foundation for Aortic Health. You know her work from popular TV shows such as Dallas, Magnum P.I., Designing Women, Get a Life, Just Shoot Me, Hot in Cleveland, Bones, Modern Family, Pretty Little Liars, and a show that I did two episodes with her, Wings, in which she starred as the uptight, high-strung Casey Davenport. She's also done memorable work in feature films, Pretty Woman, The Mask, Home for the Holidays, Robin Hood, Men, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Dracula, Dead, ah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Drag, men in tight, Ro- Robin Hood, <laughs> man in tights, Dracula dead and loving it. And perhaps her proudest moment, sharing the big screen with her favorite entertainer, me, in Problem Child and Problem Child 2. In a four-decade career that be- In a four-decade career when she began playing, she would- that she began by playing a Russian spy with an accent she swiped from a Bullwinkle cartoon. She's worked with Mel Brooks, Richard Gere, Jim Carrey, Julia Roberts, Jodie Foster, and Robert Downey Jr., as well as amazing colossal podcast guests Richard Lewis, Carol Leifer, Stephen Weber, Tim Matheson, Jason Alexander, and Dick Van Dyke. Please welcome to the show a funny, versatile performer and a woman who Mel Brooks once described as Deborah Carr with a little Jewish old man inside. Ask me, Gilbert, how many times we worked together. Oh, yes. Ready? Okay. So, Amy, how many times have we worked together? Um... Four? I like think two, so. Problem child one, problem child two, uh, wings twice. Wings twice. twice. Wings yeah. twice, yes. Right. But I would just like to say you never write, you never call. Yes. <laughs> and well, now he's calling. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Gilbert, now he's... You were, you were Lewis, right? You were, uh, you were yes, the, I, the, I was the grandson Lewis, of the sleazy, uh, com- the sleazy stereo salesman. I think it was I, pronounced Jewish. <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, my I was there with what was supposed to be my uncle, the late great Bill Hickey. Oh right. my god! Right. As a matter of fact, I watched the episodes last night. Uh, 
Amy, your character is sitting at the, uh, what is that, the coffee bar? I don't know what it was. The lunch counter? <laughs> yeah, lunch counter, lunch Gil- counter. You, Gilbert, you come over and make a pass at her, and she says, uh, let me see how to put this exactly. Ah! Yes, I stick my finger down my throat. We Correct. are assuming that, that Casey had a um, gag reflex <laughs> still intact, but yeah, and then I, I, the never print, fully de- I never fully developed her, her backstory, so I think yeah. I was faking it. You're in the Christmas episode too, Gilbert, where the uh, where the where you're all in the house and the yes. and the the, gift, the the all the wallets go missing. You don't remember, Gilbert. I, I remember. do. Rem- I do remember the Christmas episode. <laughs> it was good. What wasn't that strong? The Christmas episode. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a humdinger. I didn't remember. Oh, okay. it. I didn't remember it till I told me. <laughs> it's the 30th anniversary of Wings, by the way. You know what? Shut your fucking face. <laughs> See, <laughs> now, now, I re- you feel old? That's not I, a good sign. I remember a line from Wings that I don't know if I did it with you or... Uh, why, why even bring it up? You're going to no, hurt well, my feelings. I don't know. If not, you'll tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, or with that, the other... What was her name? The blonde. Farrah Forky? No, the blonde. Crystal, oh, Crystal, Crystal Bernard. Bernard. Crystal Bernard. Mm-hmm, but I ahead. remember there was one where one of you says to me, you are the most loathsome, disgusting That's person mm-hmm. I ever saw. And I go, uh, oh, so you've been checking me out. That'd be me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but that was improvised. <laughs> I was just, I didn't know they were rolling. I was just trying to tell you something about how fresh about you. Yeah, she says, head to toe, you're the most repulsive man I ever met. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, uh, Amy, your your debut episode called Twisted Sister yeah. is not on Hulu. It's missing. What? From the From the Wings Run. Yeah, we need to investigate this. That's very weird. Let's call, who would we call? Steve Levitan. We'll call Steve Levitan. We'll okay. call somebody. We'll call Weber. No, don't. Don't get it started. Don't don't poke that bear. <laughs> Tell us about working with him because we had him on the show. We love him. him. He's Steve? become a friend. Yeah, Steve. I'm crazy about him. A hundred percent crazy about him. And I got him a really good job one time. Oh yeah. yes, and Dracula. Yes, Mel Brooks. Uh, Mel, as I call him, <laughs> um, had had somebody else in mind for the. Part and I said, "Have you met Stephen Weber?" And then they fell in love, Stephen Mel. And then he was, he was um, in Dracula, dead and loving it. Or as somebody just wrote to me, literally, uh, literally on Facebook. Yeah, I'm on there. Okay, boomer, whatever. Um, there was a lady that wrote to me, a girl, and her name was her name is Amy Yazbek. I'm not going to say the last name because I want to really check her out. But with a with a nice uh, Colombian last name. And, but her first name was Amy Yazbek. So I wrote her and I said, hi, nice to meet you. Uh, is this a family name? Cause there are Yazbeks all over. It's a Lebanese last name and yeah. we got around. Um, so, and, and she said, she wrote back in it. Google translates. It's like, no, my father named me in your honor. He saw you in a movie called happy Dracula. <laughs> Happy Dracula is, I almost don't want to say it out loud because I could have used it as my password for everything. So the Yazbeks sometimes spell it with an S and sometimes spell it with a Z like our friend David Yazbek. When they're incorrect. You're David's cousin? Here's the deal. 
here's the deal. I'm going to say yes on that because okay. Le- Lebanon is small, and I know kind of what town his family is from. Our family, we Yazbeks, are from uh, a town in northern Lebanon in the mountains called Turza. And um, my cousins, like my dad's brothers and sisters, spelled it Y-A-Z-B-E-C-K and still do. It's like, however, like when you came to Ellis Island, you said Yazbek and they went, okay, and wrote it down as if you sneezed and they were trying to like, at you, is it a huh, is it a huh? But uh, it's all the same. We all what? have the same. Well, can can you say he definitely is a relative? No. So we can use it as a story. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, he, th- so, he thinks he's related to you, Amy. He's no, okay, sure here's the deal. David Yazbek, Y-A-Z-B-E-K, yep. is definitely some kind of cousin. All the Yazbeks are related, and we're all – I'm also a musical genius. Ooh. Just by having taste and thinking David Yazbek is the shit. He most certainly is a yeah, musical I, genius. I am not a musical genius, but he is. And and we, of course, uh, starred in the both problem child Are movies. we back to us now? Yes. Yes. And you were Mrs. Healy in the first one. <laughs> yeah. And then you were some unknown woman who John Ritter just He's the met. nurse. She's the How nurse. Yes. How dare you? I was, I was... Is that my last name? Yeah, Annie Young. So my, yes, I was nurse Annie Young. Oh, uh, yes. And it was fantastic to play both roles because I'm a, a, a master of, I don't know. <laughs> I, I played, I, yeah, I played a nurse in the other one and I still have those little glasses that I wore and I just made them into reading glasses. I don't throw away a thing. Oh, you saved all that stuff, huh? I am terrible. You guys met at the table, Reed, at at, uh, at Dennis's house? Well, at Dennis Dugan's you. house? I could tell you, but I'd have I, to kill I you. I guess so. Yes. No, not Gilbert. Gilbert, you weren't what? there. No. I, then I wasn't. John. No, he was talking about John. You and, and John. Yes. Yeah. We did. John, I'm sorry. It was a table, Reed, but it was more like we were sitting on a bunch of uh, couches around the thing. What, what I remember is when we were making that. Well, I remember the last day. Mm-hmm. On that movie. On the first one? On the first one. Mm-hmm. The I one. I was already wrapped for all my uh, scenes. Yeah. And, and I was about to head home the next day, and I said to John, uh, okay, it's my last day. It's been fun working with you, blah, blah. And, and he says, with like a depressed look on his face, he says like... Um, Oh, well, you know the way it is. Yeah. You do these, they offer you something, you do it, and and then uh, you hope for the best. Yeah. And I think he he was waiting for Problem Child to be the a disaster. Of course. Yes. <laughs> and I Are you we, kidding me? I think we all were. Oh, well, it was, you know, it was like a, it was like a cartoon. It was really huge you know i mean like played really come on gilbert it's you yeah and it's me i was doing my version of it ah you know we were all just like screaming john was the most realistic and you know method of all of us that's trouble usually when john and even jack jack wharton was like everybody was like hey but he had a southern accent or like and some john lines and not Ward- other ones. Uh, jack wharton yeah jack he jack wharton 
also did some scenes with a southern, southern accent. accent. And, <laughs> I noticed and that. And then the others, like a New York accent. Some, he was he was like Foghorn Leghorn for some of it. Wah, 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 I'll t- tell you, boy. I'm, I, I'm Big Ben, and I'm here to say wah, 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 And some of it, it's like, hey, so anyway. Good for and, him. Fucking who cares? He was great. I still he, have a uh, button that says Big Ben for mayor. Oh, I had Jack, so much stuff. Jack Warden was always great. So listen, so, so, so listen, so on the second one, um, we were shooting down at, uh, remember the, oh God, Gilbert, remember the pizza fight? Yes, yes. And the, and the, and the stuff they used on the, the pizza it, it, to make it look, you know, the, the uh, practical, the practical effects, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, the, the stuff to make it look like stringy mozzarella was more like Oh, I'm going to throw up. Oh, God, I really just got... It was more like snot, remember? Yes, it was like a it weird... It, it was, was like that slime... Slime, ...that not, they used to but... uh, drop on people at whatever, the MTV Awards or whatever. I believe that was not slime. the MTV Awards. I think that was Nickelodeon. But... Nickelodeon! They would drop Doesn't matter. Slime. Don't try to get me off the subject. And so oh, we were... Not. That is my least... <laughs> That is my least favorite scene, and I'll tell you why. Do you want to know why? Why? They had me, because do you remember? Oh, my God, I could go. So they went um, primary colors. I don't know if you know all this. John always wore blue. This one always wore red. Nurse Annie always wore white. And they had me, uh, it was like a decorator, uh, designer thing. I don't know. I'm not that good at the girl stuff. So, But they had me in like a white sweater and uh, like stretch pants or something. And I've never had a butt. I, and I haven't even, I didn't even have one to, to, to work off. I have small, very subtle butt. But in that scene, there's a, sh- there, in that scene of us throwing pizza, there's a shot of me. Oh God, I've never, who gives a fuck? I'm old now. I'm happy to have any butt at any time at all. Now it's like behind my knees. I don't know what that is. It could be, I could be have back of knee goiters. That could be my butt that fell. Anyway, <laughs> and I'm throwing, and I'm throwing the pizza and there's a shot and maybe just to get some loft on the pizza, because I was trying to throw it at you and your date in the booth, I kind of squeeze my cheeks together, and it is the most unflattering <laughs> view of my... And I was 28, 7, whatever years old. I should have... Uh, I know that's not what we were talking about. But anyway, so during those times when we were shooting... Uh, not Disney MGM. What do we call it? Universal. Yes. Remember? Okay. And there were trailers, and Jack Warden would always sit on the steps of his trailer, smoking a cigar. And John said, you got a great trailer. Why don't you go in here? And apparently, in World War II, he, he spent World War II in a submarine and was extremely oh, yeah. claustrophobic after that. So he, he could not go in there and even have the door. I remember one time he was in there, and the, even the screen door on it blew shut, and he came out like, No! It's very scary, but I loved him. Uh, he, he was terrific and, and a, such a talented actor. He and John would do many, many things that uh, the thing where it's like, well, I remember when this was all orange groves as far as the eye could see, like acting like they were like really old. Well, when I grew up here and they also used to do things about what you say to people when you see them in a play and it sucks and you've been invited. Like, what do you say when you? When you so, go back, so they had a certain kind of comic shorthand together. The two they, of them, they would come up with things to say, mm-hmm. like after a take, and and like Jack would w- walk up to John after a particularly 
terrible take or just to fuck with him and go, wow, you should have been where I was. In other words, you should not be in front of the camera. You should have been in this chair because you shouldn't be there. It was like, nice to see you back on the boards, kid. And then roll your eyes and slap him on the back. So Now, now Gil, this could be bullshit too, but I heard that, that Dugan, Dennis Dugan, the director, was, was enjoying your improvisation. So he shot a, a lot of film. You know, Where is that? Yes. That have you shot, had Dugan on? Have you had Dugan on? We haven't had him yet, no. Oh, please. We'll have him on. But it, it, you, he supposedly shot something like 18,000 feet of film a day, and the studio was on his ass because he kept trying to capture something special from you? Uh, yeah. That doesn't sound right. That sounds like Gilbert sucked, so they kept rolling on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not he, a compliment. He, he was nominated for the Golden Raspberry. Well, yeah, that's that, that's how they, they shot they shot that much video of the little twin girls on Full House too, like one word at a time. And, oh, that's and interesting. it's like getting back to the pizza fight. Not only was there the green slime. It wasn't you know? green. It wasn't green. It was well, clear. It clear was like phlegm. It was phlegm. Yes. Yeah, it was snot. It was it was it was like phlegm. And then a little bit of the pizza sauce. So total goo. Yeah, yeah, and real. and and the crust was made out of rubber, a heavy rubber. Yeah. So when they flung it, you got smacked in the head. Unbelievable. It, your, I, your, I, your brain I, would be ringing. You know, it's surprising things that look hilarious like that. I did a movie that was not mentioned just now called the nutty nut also known as the nut house we're gonna bring it up oh yes <laughs> you really you worked you worked with an actor that frank and i have discussed many times oh yes on this show tracy lords i mean not tracy lords although she was in it emile oh. sitka who's emile sitka Emil Zitka to all the Three Stooges fans are screaming. Oh, yes, yes, yes! Yes, 100%, yes, 100%. yes! Oh, my God, oh, my God. That's, like, the only person I talked to after a while because there was a lot of weird stuff going on. But, yeah, and Adam Rifkin ended up directing it. Somebody else fell off of it. I forget. But they wanted to get the uh, uh, world's record for the largest... Uh, Pie fight, food fight, pie fight. Okay, so I've been yeah. in two food fights. I only got on Problem Child. I got beaned a couple times with the the rubber and the snot. The rubber that, was painful. That, duh, let's not just edit that where I, I just say I got beaned with rubber and snot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hear about your personal life. I've never gotten <laughs> paid enough for that. Oh, was it, wasn't paid. Ben Stiller so in that movie too? Uncredited. I, I can't remember. So, but wait, so there was a giant pie fight, right? And so there's, they're throwing pies. We had this whole thing set up and what people don't, what people don't realize about pie fights, I don't know what this means, is that so, and then somebody, it might've been Emil, I can't remember, was supposed to shove a pie in my face. And what you do in a pie fight is there's the tin, there's the pie and then there's the whipped cream or the meringue or whatever and you're supposed to throw it but you keep your hand on it and you stop and then the pie goes on the person's face he went like fucking karate style like through my face like he was he was aiming like behind my head and not only did pie and everything go up my nose but it kind of like went eh! and like did a little and I thought it was broken and that's the end of my story yeah wow. I, I it is the it, it is go ahead yeah, I felt like I was in a in a price fight. In that it was fight. crazy, yeah. Because it, uh, 
boy, would that hit well, your head. There were, there were so many takes. And then the thing is, we, I believe we broke for a break, not lunch or something. And we all had to go with like just crusty fuck it. I'm swearing a lot. Cru- I don't care. Crusty like clothes with all, all the goop on it. It just felt, it felt very like, you know, Caligula, like, okay, now let's all drink. Now let's get back. Let's reactivate our crust. It's so funny. The way you describe problem child was exactly the way I describe it. What do you mean? In that I also have said to people that every character there was like a living cartoon character. 100%. And in the center of it is John who just seems like a, a nice guy. Isn't that great? Yeah. It was so, I know. And maybe that was why like people dug it. But I also think though, Gobert, tell me if this is true or if I'm making this up or just, just tell me it's true. Cause I, I'm too old to learn new things. Okay. So I feel like the movie was released in June or something and it was so weird and it made like all this money the first weekend. Insane. Whatever was a lot in those, and I like twenty six thousand million, not million. I don't know what money is. So anyway, it made a lot, a lot of money, and then they did this crazy thing where they re-released it in theaters in September. I know because I went on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson to promote it. Oh my God, that was so good, so much fun. But and and I think the reason they did that was over the summer. Remember, this is before everything was everybody and kids were on there. There was nothing, right? Why this? All this was orange groves as far as the eye could see. <laughs> so when kids got back in school and saw each other, they're like, hey, did you see that movie? No. Oh, I wanted to see it with you. They re-released it in September and it did great again because kids wanted to see it with each other. And, and it made money again. I And what I remember, not only did all of us think it would be a bomb. A dog. But. Yeah, it it was like one of the people at Universal, one of the yeah. execs said what was his name? I I forget his name, but he mm-hmm. said uh he said we're just gonna release this and we're gonna we're gonna treat it like a wounded soldier on the battlefield. We're gonna run and save our own asses. Said that? <laughs> yes. We need to have Dugan on to confirm all these wonderful things. Yeah. It was great. He was so much fun. He was. He oh, was. was great. Oh, I, mm, those are the days, huh? Yeah. Gil do, Gil, do you feel you earned that Golden Raspberry nomination? Was it from that movie you yes. did, did I get, I, I've done so many things. Worst, support, worst supporting got. actor. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I watched it. I watched it again this weekend. I thought you were pretty damn smooth. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were quite natural. Yes, well, but, I, yeah, but natural for Gilbert. <laughs> and I, I love he's, that Larry and 11. Scott. Larry and Scott say they were going to up the ante for the second one and write a John Waters movie for kids, which I also love. And the yeah. giant, the yeah, I like the giant. Do you remember when the little, what was his name, the dog, Spiffy? Puffy, the little dog in the second, whatever his name was, he gets he gets sick from eating dog food, and then he takes a giant. Oh dump. yes, yes. I love that part. And that and does I, it all. I remember the just the way like you played a different character in the second one. 
Yeah. I, they said to me, they were originally wanted a right that I was a deranged ice cream salesman. <laughs> That's a different dude? Yeah, for, for Problem Child 2. Like they'd have all the same cast with all totally different characters. You weren't, so you weren't Peabody at that point. But he what? But he it, came back as Peabody. It, yeah, yeah, but 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 as an ice cream man, you wouldn't have been Peabody. I wouldn't have been Peabody. I see. But uh, <laughs> but I came back as Peabody. Somehow, as an adoption agency worker, yeah, I got a job as principal. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Of course, <laughs> it does. <laughs> a- Amy, tell but tell us about your first impressions of John, wh- who you met at the at the table, Reed, but. You had seen him before, if I have this right. You had you had seen him around L.A. I let's see. I think there's the, that story about seeing him at a was it a pet store? Yeah, at Westside Pavilion there was a pet store and they had um, puppies. I'm sure it was a straight up puppy mill. But what did we know in those days? Um, and well, I, I remember seeing John in there from afar with his, with one of his kids, and they were looking at a Sharpay, and John was doing filthy things with the folds of the Sharpay's skin. <laughs> Which I heard also he had done when he did the Miss Piggy special because her ear looked like a vulva. <laughs> and he would like poke his finger in Miss Piggy's ear because it looked dirty. God bless. And and you said to me on oh, the shit. phone, that might be you said to me on the phone, when? That you have a bunch of uh, photos of photos. Yeah. And what were we all doing in the photos? Pretending like we were groping each other by having our hands in front. We were doing some special effects that later got some really interesting people like Al Franken in a lot of trouble. But none of us were asleep. Interesting. Yes, yes. I- As a matter of fact, I, I may have been the ringleader on that because that is a famous... The famous. That is an interesting thing that not famous that I used to do. I believe in one picture, if I can find this one, and I, I will, and maybe you have a hand over hovering where John's sack and uh, yes, would be. Yes. And then John maybe has a hand, but I'm saying hovering like, you know, in the foreground, but it just looks like, I don't know, it, it looks like we're all just doing things to each other but then i realize almost all the pictures that i that i have of john (laughs) some kind of hijinks were up consensual hijinks yeah i remember yeah i i think at home i have one photo of me basically holding john's dick but he's got his pants on or standing or standing like behind with your hands around the front like oh, you're yes, groping yes. boobs, was it <laughs> right? Oh, all, everything. All funny until somebody gets kicked out of the Senate. And and getting back to Emil of course, Zitka. getting back. You didn't hear a getting, damn word. Getting I back, said. getting back to Emil Zitka. <laughs> Wait, that Emil. could be the. That's the name of your book. Getting Emil, back to Emil Zitka. Emil Zitka. The life story of Gilbert Gottfried. Getting back to Emil Zitka. Do it. He yeah. he was supposed at one point. Yeah. Mo, after Larry had a stroke, Mo wanted Emil Zitka to be uh, one of the Stooges. Really, like the f- yeah. like the fourth Stooge? Yeah, because I 
you know, Curly and Shemp would, yeah, Curly <laughs> and Shemp were dead. Zeppo and, and Gummo. Joe Bessa left. Right. And so he was, he already had, uh, you know, Dorita. And uh, he was going to get Emil Zitka you're, as the you're third. Uh, yes. And uh, to all of you Three Stooges fans, probably already know this. Yeah. He was the preacher at a wedding. I don't know who was getting married in, in huh? one of the Three Stooges shorts. And his classic movie line is, uh, uh, you may kiss the bride, you two lovebirds. I love that. That should be every, every priest should say that. You may kiss the bride, you two lovebirds. Gil, out of, out of 300 plus guests, I don't think we've ever had anybody who worked with, with, with Embel Sitka. Except for Amy. Let's see if we can find a picture of us together, shall we? <laughs> well, since you saved everything, you might have do you, one. Do you have a picture where you're grabbing Hamilton's balls? No, but you know what? I can recreate one. <laughs> I, Photoshop is my absolute friend. I have the first thing. I don't know anything about computers except for how to make myself look good, get out of trouble, and also, um, you know, implicate people in sex crimes <laughs> is that all right girls gotta yes. live we will return to gilbert gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this amy tell us i think you, our listeners would be interested to know your i connection. forgot there were listeners yes there's for you with our handful uh tell us about your connection to the easy bake oven i don't think even gilbert knows this about you no, I did. I saw this you know in her bio. Ah, you know yeah. This is the true thing. She and was so, a cover girl. Well, let's not go crazy. <laughs> let's not go crazy. My sister, Patty, who is still smoking hot at, I'm going to say she's 70, uh, and she is, but she was a model in Cincinnati, which is a thing. Don't, don't even worry about it. And she... Um, Somehow the photo, I think goes like this photographer that she was working with his next thing. He was going to be photographing the box uh, for the easy bake oven. Cause Kenner toys, which was that at that time now bought by, I'm going to go Hasbro. I don't know. Uh, was in Cincinnati where I'm from. So she showed, <laughs> she showed him my school picture, which I'd cut my own bangs and he thought that was adorable. Um, anyways, I got the, I got the gig and I went and, six years old she came to get me out of class at my catholic school so i'm a country day school i think she probably said i had a doctor's appointment if the if the nuns had known i was going to do something show busy they might have grabbed me by the heels and said no don't go down that path and yet i fucking got away and so then yeah i i did like a, a photo shoot and i got to like be behind the scenes with an easy bake oven and in the other room is a full-on chef making the things so you know all the and illusions I and for for those people out there too young to remember the easy bake oven mm -hmm. it was a little plastic oven the size of a bread box mm -hmm. and it had a light bulb two 100 watt light bulbs <laughs> yes, that yes, cooked yes. things but some of it so what most people did and what i, I clearly did is what because i look at i can't 
cook right now. I, don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm the person that like eats the cookie batter and like that equals two cookies. I'm fine. Throw the rest away. But so people would get the little packages. They'd be like little envelopes and you're supposed to mix it up and kids would just go, yeah. And they basically just eat it like lickamate. Oh, Do you sure. know what sure, Was that sure. a national thing? I mean, it was called something else too, where you'd have like a little sweet tart like shapes like spoon and you would lick it and stick it in the powder like pixie yeah. sticks like it was the same kind of powder as pixie sticks yeah hey do you having to do with nothing what's do new? you both remember those straws yeah where you used to sip the pixie milk sticks. oh oh yes, yes 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 yeah it would have like some kind of powder or something no no, no. there was strawberry the straw. and there was chocolate yes of course wow so my so my so That's in cincinnati deal. the may the the big, you know, General Electric is in Cincinnati. It's other places too, but also Procter & Gamble. So my dad had this little store. And even though there were Kroger's and big stores, he had this little grocery store. But somehow they would try out like new products. And my dad, well, I remember the day my dad brought home like a can of Pringles. And we looked at it like it was from 2001 Space Odyssey. We're like, uh, like, what is it? opened it up and we everybody like looked at a Pringles potato chip for the first time. We're like, this is somebody's playing God with potatoes, but it was good. But yeah, we had, a, we had those little straws. What about the crazy straws, Gil? The ones that used to go in, in 26 different directions. Oh yes. Put in yes. The, yes. In the milk. Yeah. Kids, kids today don't know what they're missing. <laughs> yeah. And there used to be that stuff, those tablets. Oh, maybe they were fizzies. Fizzies. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, you drop them in water, and they sure. were allegedly supposed to taste like Coca-Cola. But well, that Animal House did. joke? Who dumped a truckload of swiz- fizzies into the swim meet? I've never yeah. seen Animal House. Don't tell Jamie Widows. When I see him, I always pretend. You know oh, Jamie Widows? Yeah. Yeah, he was Hoover in the movie. He was Hoover, and he's also a director. Yes, yes. And can we get to Mel Brooks? It's up to you. This no. is on your dime. Um, yeah. Can you, what was it like working with Mel Brooks? Well, working with Mel Brooks was a dream absolutely come true. That was, that's the thing. That's the thing when I'm like, it was a dream, but also a joke, but a dream. Cause it's like, I, it just never felt, it never felt real until one time he yelled at me. Oh, it felt so real. It was so great. Why did he yell at you? Oh, because I was a I I think I'm a good dancer <laughs> which everybody says you can't dance <laughs> and, and um, in uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It also known as Happy Dracula in Happy Dracula there was a thing where Dracula and I Dracula and I have to uh, dance the Tarantella I'm saying all these words oh, was real uh, and I had to we had dance-ins for us, of course, this famous couple, I can't remember their name, I should, they're in the credits, that were famous like tango ballroom dancers. And she looked pretty much like me, that was pretty good. But there was a scene where they would cut from her doing this dancing to dress like me, to me. And I had to do one thing, which was Dracula had his like arms out, like holding his cape out or something. And I was behind him and I had to like look at him in the eyes and then like, roll like my head away from him down his arm and I just couldn't do it and Mel was so used to us being really far away but video village or whatever they call it like where he was sitting with all the camera with all the video and stuff 
was right next to me. So I could hear him saying, oh, this is how she dances. I didn't expect this. Wait, what? <laughs> Honey, can you, can you do it? Can you, you know what? How about just have you? And then you go, okay, great. And you go, have you seen someone dance? Do you know what dancing is? <laughs> you know what I'm like to Rudy DeLuca and those guys. And I'm like, oh my God. But anyway, and I'm like, I'm trying as hard as I can. He goes, yeah, it's very trying over here too. And I'm like, I'm sorry. But um, other than that, it was a love fest. Gil, uh, Anne Bancroft's character in that movie is named Madame Uspanskaya. Oh, wow. That's, I know. That, that, that one's for you. <laughs> Easter, Easter eggs everywhere. Easter eggs everywhere. You sent to get that, that uh, you sent a tape of a Carson appearance? To Mel Brooks uh -uh. to get Who said the... that? Now you're full of crap. You did? I said I sent a tape of a Carson your, That you had your agent send a, the tape of your Johnny Carson appearance to Mel Brooks? Oh, you know what? For, for Men in Tights? I think maybe he did do that. God, where are you? Oh, I guess I did. Gosh. Hmm. Boy, I've been lying so long I can't remember. Deep research, Amy. Deep research. You know what? I'm going to need you someday when I'm in the home and you go, hello, Miss Yasbeck. I'm going to get there before you. No, I used to work as a candy striper in a nursing home and my job was, and I love, and I've always, I never thought I would need it, but I, especially now I do. My job would to be, instead of going in and the lovely people who I've loved, oh, I love old people. I'm, I love it so much. I'm turning into one, but, and they would say, so instead of them going, what day is it? Or what's your name again? You would walk into the room and say, hi, oh, it's, it's Amy. You might not recognize me. I have glasses on today. So nice to see you and then say their name. And it's such a sunny Tuesday for March, isn't it? Gosh, what is it, March 17th? So you're like giving them all the information so they don't feel like they have to ask for it. And I would really would appreciate that much, much, much. As a matter of fact- That's how would, Gilbert and I interact now. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Absolutely. What about all those old comedy pros? Wow. She's Amy, quick. Hashtag she's quick. Go ahead. Between those two movies, between the Dracula movie and Men in Tights, I mean, Dom DeLuise, Avery Schreiber, yes, yes. Uh, Robert Ridgely, Chuck McCann. Yeah, Chuck McCann. I used to run into Chuck McCann all the time. I can't remember why. In LA? Yes, I, yeah. yes we McCann. We had him here. Poster. We had him on this podcast. Okay, go ahead. What? And Harvey Corman. I mean... What was it like being around these guys? This is like centuries um, of comedy. That's a no, but that is 100% when you say like show business. That's what I thought like show business was. That's all I ever wanted it to be. The Dean Martin, not the roast, the Dean Martin show. There was a girl in my girl, a woman who apparently dated my brother and her name was Patty Pavarnik and she was from my town. And she, she, she was one of the, oh, they're called gold diggers. The gold right? diggers, yeah. The gold diggers. And she was, and I think she changed her name to Patty Pavar. And I remember that she was on, I remember I'm a kid, she was on Happy Days, like one episode of Happy Days. And it wasn't like, you go, let's watch it on the DVR. No kids. There was a time before that. And I remember seeing Patty, didn't know her, but my brother did, Patty Pavarnik, Patty Pavar. And it was so exciting. And then I think she married Marty Ingalls. So shit happens. <laughs> wow. Before he was married to Shirley Jones? Wait, not Marty Ingalls. I apologize. Marty. Hello, dear. No, not him. Marty Allen. <laughs> Marty Allen. <laughs> Wait a minute. Say this over again. I can't. <laughs> she can't repeat it. So Wait. Patty, there was a girl in my neighborhood named a woman who was my brother's age, who's 12 years older than I am. Her name was Patty Pavarnik. 
she went to Hollywood. We were all excited. We heard that she was in Hollywood. It might have been in the fucking paper, either the Cincinnati Inquirer, which is a thing, or the Northeast Suburban News or the the Blue Ash Tattletale, some fucking newspaper in my hometown. Patty Pavar, changed her name to Pavar instead of Pavarnik, because you can. And she was on a, a an episode of Happy Days, and then she was one of the Gold Diggers. Remember, they were like the dancing yes, girls. Yes, oh, okay. Yeah. And then she married, what's his name? Marty Allen. No, well, uh, well she might have changed your name, but Ma- Marty was married to Frenchie, whose whose real Frenchie? name was Lorraine, and then he was married to Karen Blackwell. But he's only married twice. Wait, so who am I thinking of? Who I don't know. What was Maybe the catchphrase? Fucked him. Huh? <laughs> oh, that's even sadder. <laughs> well, it wasn't more. It wasn't more. It wasn't, it wasn't Marty was, Allen. It wasn't. He didn't say hello there. Hello there. No, that's that's the other guy. That's Marty Allen. That's Marty Allen. Wait, who's the Shapoopy? Shapoopy. Shapoopy. From 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 Music Man. Shapoopy. Oh, Buddy Hackett. Oh no, it wasn't Buddy Hackett. <laughs> Who this was might, it? This is a fun game. I know I it. Red Buttons was ho ho. I met Red Buttons. He, he, oh, Never God, had a dinner. Red Buttons. I met Red <laughs> oh my Buttons. God. I met. I've met you guys. You don't even know. I met Milton Berle just enough to win. I don't know. Uh, oh. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've met everybody. I, Steve Weber on Wings. We would talk, and I would say, "Oh yeah, I met him at the thing." Oh yeah, and he goes. You are the most famous, non-famous person in the world. <laughs> he goes, how do you know all these people? I'm like, because I would just go up to them because I don't, it's not like, oh, I'm a showbiz person like you. I'd go up, I go, hi, I'm a big fan. And once in a while they'd go, aren't you on that show? Or yeah. Well, but most of the time I was just like a, a fangirl. And then we get to talk and I'd be like, I'm kind of in show business too. But so who do you want to know? I know every name it. I'll tell you if I met. Well, you, you worked t- with Norm Crosby on. Uh, I love Norm uh, Crosby. Oh, so, yeah. Norm Crosby did the, the what was it called? Malpropism. Malapropism. Yes. Yes. Malapropism. I kind of like Leo Gorsi used to do that. But but uh, let me tell you something. So there was a show and it was. OK, the husband of was his last name Yarnell. Not not Shields oh, and Yarnell. Oh, sh- uh, Shields and Yarnell. Oh no, no, not. But no. I love them. But no, no, no. There's the <laughs> Tony. What's her name? The agent from ICM. Tony, whatever her name is. God. And her husband's name is something Yarnell. Okay. He produced this thing called the New Love American Style. Sure. And the new. Don't say sure. You don't know. <laughs> oh, believe me, we do. You do? Yeah. Marsha so Wallace new- was on that show. Get with me. So, so, so they would have the interstitials, which on the old one would be like, no way, that's, uh, wait, stop. Shut the fuck up. We had on Stuart Margolin. Yeah. He was the guy that did the, the, the blackouts in the old Love America. Okay, in the old one, Gilbert, listen to me. No. Just, just for a second, just pipe the fuck down for a second. Dara told me I might have to say this. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. So, but in the new ones, instead of like the, it was like a, in the old ones, the interstitials were like pushing a, a, a brass bed down the street at sure. right, like all of the, but in the, the new ones, they were like little comedy bits, like a joke, beep, bop, bop, beep, bop, bop, like a laugh-in kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was, here's who got hired for it. Danita Joe, can't remember her last name, uh, 
Marsha Wallace, Arsenio Hall. Wow. Me, Barry Pearl. You know Barry Pearl? You should. And and um, what you said, Norm Crosby. So on two weekends, we did. We filmed all of the interstitials, so it was just the corniest bullshit. You don't really have to be quiet, Gilbert. Are you mad at me? Hey, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I so, was walking out. <laughs> no, you weren't. I can see you, you fucking <laughs> dramatic queen liar. So, so it was crazy because I got to like hang out with with Nor- and then he and said, "Well, I'm going to be in Las Vegas." Uh, if you want to come and see the act in Las Vegas. And so I went with my boyfriend, Jay, at the time. And we went, and Norm Crosby, from the stage, he would do this. It was at Caesars. He did this whole big act, but then he would, he worked my name into one of the things. And he's like, and then the pioneers went out over the, over the country. And they set out for their destiny going down the old Yazbek Trail. And da-da-da. Oh, I almost jizzed. He was great, Norm Crosby. <laughs> He's still he around, so Gilbert. Nice. Oh, he is great. You're great, Norm Crosby. I love Norm Crosby. I, I met You're gonna have to yell louder than that. A little louder. I, I met him a couple of times. He was he's really uh, he never mentioned you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, should I mention? No, I don't uh, like it. Um, I don't like it. Among these nonsense sound words, yeah, there was Maury Amsterdam from yeah. Dick Van Dyke in his oh. act, he used to go yucka puck, yucka puck. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what does it mean? <laughs> nothing. Just a nonsense. About word. the same as Shapoopy. Uh, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but in the category which yucka puck, kafefe, yucka puck. I like it. Hashtag yucka puck. Let's get it going. Let's get it going, people. Is there a story, Amy, about when you and John were on the Cosby show? Because <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert, Gilbert has some information about the Cosby show. What? Oh, okay. More? Can I? More? I, I more did. information than, yeah. is, than has yeah. been spoken about. And, and by the way, how do you like the fact that he made himself an obstetrician on that show, Gilbert? Uh, yes. <laughs> Which we've never I discussed. It. I love it. Better than an anesthesiologist, which was the oh, actual. I did an episode of Cosby. I know. I know. And uh, what I what the two of the writers told me this, that in his schedule, set aside like for say, you know, 315, an hour was set aside to teach comedy to Asian models. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. That's what I heard. You sure he didn't say agent models? Asian no. models. Asian models. That's why there are so many funny Asian models around. That would do it. Yeah, I don't think he got around to teaching them comedy. Is that is that real? That's so how can that be real? Is that real? How could you have a hard time believing that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that 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 no, but I mean that the two writers told Gilbert that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I believe them. That's the only thing. No, a hundred percent. Okay, here's my story. Do you want me to tell you the whole story? Yeah, please. Do we have two seconds you, for me to pee and come you, right back? Sure. Okay, here we go. And it doesn't mean I'm snorting coke or anything. It means I'm peeing. Goodbye. Someday I'll tell you the real story of what just happened. I well, we know you peed. No, you don't know anything. You just know what I told you. You don't. You, you told pee us it. you peed. Yeah. I'd like to go with that. That's a that's a good story. 
Okay. All right. I peed off the balcony. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Cosby. So, first of all, John was, God bless him, the biggest Cosby fan of all time. When he was at SC, all of this, of course, before I was born. <laughs> um, he based like his like cool wardrobe as Cosby's character on I Spy. Wow! You know, like with white, like with plaid things and white belts, and like trying to be cool. He's just, and he he always thought he was just wonderful. He loved him, <laughs> <laughs> and I loved him. I yeah. fucking loved him when I was a kid. But listen, Gilbert, when I was a kid, we had like a record player, right? And we had like a 45 of like Winchester Cathedral. Oh, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, and, yes, yes. And like, and then um, what else do we have? Oh, oh, like the Letterman singing, well, it's going to be a long. <laughs> see, you, see you in September. Okay. And we also had what goes up. Let's come down. Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> yep. And th- that's all we had. And then we had Cosby comedy albums. Mm-hmm. So, my whole life, that was it. I list, list loved him, loved him, loved him. So when John um, was asked to come on the Cosby show, they're like, well, do you know anybody that would be, you'd be interested in like playing your wife on the show? And he's like, oh yeah, there's this one person, Amy Asbeck. Let's not go into how that works. Anyway, so I go to New York. So now we're at the Cosby show and we ran through it and stuff and it was fine and then there was a time before the show on the night of the taping where they said well Cosby always likes to have dinner and he, he has a big so there was a chef and there was this big room did this happen to you Gilbert or was it just John because he was a big star that, oh he Were you invited to like a little dinner thing before I know so there was a big di- <laughs> so there was a big table and there were all these people sitting around it. And he was sitting at the, you know, the, the end of it, like the fucking king. And there was like, I want to say Miss Colombia, Miss Nicaragua, something, Miss Teen something Uh-oh. there with her parents. And they're like, we want to take a picture. And he pulled her down on his lap. And John's just looking at me like, ah. And she's, he's like, she's, uh, I'm mentoring her. And I was like, oh, okay. And John and I were just like rolling our eyes like, okay, let's not get involved. I don't know what's happening. The parents are here. I'm sure it's fine. And then on the night before we went on, he, Bill Cosby said, I have a cappuccino maker. Can I make you guys some cappuccinos? And John loved coffee, but it made him very like sweaty and anxious. And he said, I can't have caffeine. And, and Cosby said, that's fine. I won't make it with caffeine. I got, I have all the different things. Okay. He comes wow. back. So he gives me, yeah, he gives me a coffee, gives John a coffee. We throw it back. And then Cosby comes up in my ear, like right on my shoulder, dare I say Joe Biden style, but I, I'm going to vote for Joe. But, and, and he like in my ear whispers, that was caffeine. And I'm like, why did you do that? And he's like, ah, for energy, to give him a little bump of energy before the show. And I said to John before we went on, by the way, this is my first multi-camera show. I had never been on a stage like that before. And I'm with Cosby and John. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. But I just said to John, there was caffeine in that. And he said, he's a poisoner. And so we always called Cosby the poisoner. Wow. He goes, who does that? 
that's like if somebody's like in the in the program and you're like actually that wasn't a virgin foreshadowing yes so we always called him the poisoner crazy wow once John misread, missaid his line 15 times because he was so fucking high on this caffeine. And I, I said to John, you're sweating like a pig. I didn't know that I was mic'd. I didn't understand how things worked. Um, and the audience heard it and it was oh, it was terrible. But yeah, we called him the poisoner. How about oh my that? God. How about that, Gil? That's chilling. But we also loved him. He did rub my feet in a weird way once, but oh, who knows? <laughs> Hey, Amy, I got some questions from fans for you. Wait, how does that work? Well, we had them do it ahead of time. We do a thing called Grill the Guests on our Patreon page, and we said we had you coming. And I want a Patreon page. <laughs> here's you think one, that would work? Okay, go ahead. Here's one, uh, let's see, uh, from uh, Geeter or Jeter with a G. Could you tell us about the raw sexual energy between you and Gil on the set of Problem Child? <laughs> And I what did you do to keep from jumping his bones? I think the between Problem Child 1 and Problem Child 2, the affair that, that Gilbert and I had really helped us concentrate when we finally did the, the Problem Child 2. We would just look each other like the, the, knowing, the knowing look, knowing that we knew where every fucking mole and, and dimple and, and hot spot was <laughs> oh on each other's body. <laughs> Oh, here's the fact another... that John watched. I mean, I don't know. He, he was pretty progressive. Here's one, here's one from Mike Dobson. Would Amy agree? I hate Mike Dobson. <laughs> would Amy agree that the condom scene you in Skin me Deep... called me uh, Would Amy agree that the condom scene in Skin Deep ranks as one of the funniest scenes ever in film history? I would say that's true. John Why had a... You... Yeah, no. John Not... had some okay, great wait. moments in that movie. Wait. 100% yes. Funnier still in that movie is after he gets the treatment with the the uh, electricity and oh, he yeah. can't walk straight. Okay, but let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you something, kid. Uh, we were on, John and I were walking on Larchmont across from Paramount, you know, that used to be Orange Groves as far as the eye could see. And a guy came up and he's like, oh my God, John, I played your dick. And John's like, I'm sorry, what? Like, John, he play? I think he said he played with your dick. And he's like, no, I played. So I guess what they did was in the scenes where the lights are off, they had uh, two actors or whatever. I mean, I guess John did that too, but, you know, to do whatever where they kind of choreographed it, that the uh, glowing penis scene, they had actors with glowing phalluses and the lights were off and this guy played, uh, played John's dick. That's hilarious. So I fucked him. He's very good in that film. He's very good in uh, the Bogdanovich film. We were talking on the phone about it, about, and they all laughed. Oh, my God. He's, he he's kinda, got some he's really great moments. He's playing Bogdanovich in that, you know. What's that? He's playing Peter in that. I know. And I know. Play, and, the, you know, the glasses, the, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, no, he loved Peter very, very, very deeply. And I like Peter him, too, him. in a movie called Hero at Large, which I, I'll, we all urge our listeners to find. And Archer. Yeah. I have so met, and you know what? In one scene, he's actually in a scene, and a day player of, was um, Kevin Bacon, so one degree of, of separation. Oh, there you go. I, I worked with Peter Bogdanovich. On what? In, I, I'm not in the final cut. It was the worst. Oh, wait, uh, wait. I just thought of a better name for your book. 
Yeah. I'm not in the final cut. Yeah, exactly. He, he was in Tatum O'Neill's part in Paper Moon, briefly. Yeah. Where are you? No, I, I was in, I was going to be in the last Wilder Pryor film. Oh. And what, what, uh, it, which was it, what? It was called Another You. Yes. Oh, yes and it yes. came out and it sucked to high heaven. But that's a great song. There will never be another you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know the old pop tunes, Amy. There will be other nights like this, and I'll be standing here with someone new. Or maybe I'll be song singing another. There will never be another you. Stop. <laughs> John was great with his fans, wasn't he? I, I I read an interview with you, and you were talking about how everybody wanted their John Ritter moment, and and this is he had this in common with Alan Alda that rather than sign an autograph, he would prefer to shake someone's hand and actually Not have a, a human interaction. Pl- oh, he signed. Oh no, I know he signed thousands of autographs. Go on eBay. Yeah. Plenty but, of autographs. But, but he... What it was was when he was with his kids. Uh huh. Oh yeah, when he was when he was with his kid, like at Dodger Stadium, you know, which was his absolute happy place. That was like like being in Temple. I mean, you know, and if people came up, especially if they were like standing and he couldn't see the play, but and they would like, can I have your? Because he didn't want everybody turning around and, and looking at him, and he'd say, Hey, I'm just a dad today. I'm just being with my kids. I'd love to shake your hand. I don't know what he would do nowadays. I'd love to point to my mask and swear that I'm smiling. So From everything I read, you know, people would scream Jack at him or oh, people would people would people still call him Jack. Yeah. Accost him in men's rooms. Him, oh, you were so lucky to be married to Jack Tripper and Jack Ritter. And yeah, he really he was that he yeah. Well, the other thing is, and Gilbert, you know this, even though you're a big fancy movie star, there are some people that seem approachable. John seemed and was approachable, I think, because people, it's different now, there's movies on TV, but it was different if you would see a movie star out in the world, I imagine, and you'd just be like, uh-huh, then when you would see Jack Tripper, who, like, was in your living room with yeah. his bouncy titty friends all the time, uh, you would kind of like, ah, so people really felt like they knew him, and they'd come up and tell him really personal stuff, which was fantastic. And approach him and accost him in men's rooms, too, didn't they? Uh, yes he would people would be like like he would be peeing and somebody would be peeing next i'm like hey and they would take one hand off their dick i'm not sure how dicks work (laughs) like put their hand hand, shake his hand and it's like really but yeah i don't know if he did it then i also found this gilbert you find this fascinating that john was a lifelong fan of saturday night live and he oh, knew wow. the but but when they asked him to host, for some reason, he was reluctant to do it. You know, they asked him all the time, Gilbert. But he was so, you know what the part he was scared about? What's that? The, the monologue, just the monologue. He really? Loved, he ah. loves skits and bits and things. And he, but just the, hi, I'm John Ritter. He was so not that guy at all. He never pulled that. Now, I, I, I mean, you, maybe you can talk to people who worked not on any movie. I was with them. But he had this like kind of great reputation of knowing all the crew's name and the, he was really good. His kids are like that too, which is fantastic. I'm an asshole. No, I'm good. Um, (laughs) He would have been a great host on that show. Yeah. A hundred percent. But he could, he would sweat bullets. Like he was on the fucking Cosby show. Matter of fact, all the rest of his life, when he would do profuse sweating, he would point to his forehead and go Cosby. Like somehow Bill Cosby came in and, and That's hilarious. Po- poisoned oh him with caffeine. Oh my God. I also, so he, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go. Uh, no, I was, was going to say, I love that you got to, this is a, a hero of Gilbert's and a hero of John's, as it turns out, you guys got to go backstage after Damn Yankees and meet Jerry Lewis, which was important to John. Jerry Lewis was John's fucking idol. You and know, it's funny you say it, because when I would watch Three's Company. Yes, he go. stole from him and Lucy, and they knew it, and they loved it. There you go. I, I'd look at facial expressions and, and a crazy walk. Yeah, and i go, oh, he's doing Jerry Lewis now. He, stu- he studied Jerry Lewis. And if you, think, if you think about it, like in those days, it wasn't like Jerry... Well, I guess the Jerry Lewis like show with Dean Martin. Oh my God. When we were together, we, he would show me every Jerry Lewis thing. I loved it, but I would like recognize him like, Hey, and he's like, yeah, yeah. I kind of do my own version of that, but uh, it was very, very cool. And his, his dad, John's dad, Tex Ritter, who was a singing cowboy, Tex Ritter. He was like Gene Autry in them. As a matter of fact, Gilbert, John, John's dad, Tex, his moniker was America's most beloved cowboy. And John has a brother, Tom, who John always thought was spoiled and they loved him more. So I used to call John America's most beloved cowboy's most beloved son's brother. He liked that. It was <laughs> wrong, but it was applicable. But, but Jerry, Tex, was, Jerry was good to you guys. Well, Jerry was, was great to us, but it was there you go, John Gil. because... Well, no, I know. Is he an asshole? Well, he didn't, have, he didn't always have the reputation of being kind to everybody. Oh, no Je- shit. Jerry Lewis. No I, shit. Jerry Lewis I met a few times. Oh. And I, I can honestly use that classic line, which is, well, he was always nice to me. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. And I've heard so many, many things. And John knew all that stuff. And so when we went to see, when we went to see Damn Yankees, Yankees, and it was with Marky Post and her husband, Michael Ross, who's a writer and actor. And um, we sent a thing backstage, uh, something. Oh, we sent a bottle of champagne or some bullshit. And then at intermission, Somebody came out and said, uh, Mr. Lewis would like you guys to stick around in the theater afterwards and come backstage. It was like, oh, my God, we're we're all going to fuck Mick Jagger. I mean, it was like, yes. we couldn't, like, we couldn't, <laughs> like, we couldn't sit. We were, we were, like, vibrating with excitement. Marky was, like, squeezing my hand for the whole second, ha- second half of the show because we're like, we're going to see Jerry Lewis. I'm sure it was good. I, I remember the times I would uh, see him in person. It was yeah. like... Oh my God, he actually exists in real life? Exactly. And he said, so we went up to his thing, we saw the thing, saw the picture of his dad, Jerry Lewis's dad in his dressing room, who he said he did it all for because his dad always wanted to be on Broadway and he wasn't. He's like, there, dad, I made it. There was like some psychology there. And then we said, well, we're going to go to Sardi's afterwards, which also, I'm at, I'm me, I'm from Ohio, I'm me, Amy from from Cincinnati. All of these words seem crazy. This is not me name dropping. These are me the whole time going, holy fuck, how did I get here? Okay, we're going to Sardi's after. And so Jerry Lewis is like, well, I guess I could meet you, you know, there at some point. And we're like, no way. So we went and burst through the door, Jerry Lewis in a plaid car coat. You know what I mean by car coat? Do you know what a car coat is? Uh, No. What? Is that not a thing? Is that a Midwest thing? Maybe. It's like a coat that you would wear in the car. 
like okay. a, in the old days, the old days of like Tin Lizzie cars, like a big thick wool plaid 23 skidoo coat. So he he comes in the place, everybody turns around and Jerry Lewis just starts doing bits, starts kicking people out of chairs, putting the chairs up on the tables like he's closing the place, you know, firing, pretending to fire waiters, goes over to the <laughs> wall to where John's John's picture is and like starts like making out with it. It was the best thing ever. And then he like came over to our table making many jokes. It's very fun. But I was in the bathroom when this was happening. So all I know is he came over to the table and he said, Marky and I were in the bathroom and he said, we're at abroads, like a joke, I hope. Um, and John said there, and so Marky Post and I were on separate toilets, no matter what you've heard, in the ladies room at Sardi's when we literally hear coming up the stairs, ladies, ladies room. So that's good. But yeah, yeah, he was always nice to me. But do I know people he was an asshole to? Yeah. Well, at, I, at least John got to meet a hero and have a good outcome. And they, they, they kept in touch. That's nice. And Jonathan Winters, too. John loved Jonathan Winters and got to meet him. That was a big deal. And Mel Brooks and Anne Bancroft, who John had the biggest crush on. Wow. So, Gilbert, John, uh, isn't it time for you to go to bed? A- Amy, <laughs> both of us. A- Amy, tell us about your work now with the John Ritter Foundation. That's become your life's work. It's important work. It's really important work. Here's what it is. Um, JohnRitterFoundation.org, if you want to look at it. When John died in 2003 of an aortic dissection, I had no idea what that was. Uh, and it, he died because he, they, started treat, they treated him, immediately assumed it was a heart attack, treated him for a heart attack. And, you know, it's everything that's not a heart attack. It's not your heart, it's your aorta, and it's not sure. a blockage, it's a tear. So they, there was a lot of fucking up from the beginning to the end, very sad. And nobody ever said, hey, this could be genetic to me. And so when I, you know, went on Google and was reading stuff about it, I was like, what? And so then luckily I was put in touch with some people, met the real scientists and doctors behind this and the people doing the genetic research. So now there is the John Ritter Research Program in Aortic and Vascular Diseases. It's long, but it's just a genetic research program in Houston that my foundation helps fund, Mm -hmm. set that up. And just for people to be under to be able to understand that it's not that rare, but it is often mistaken for other things. There's a genetic component. And then we came up with these Ritter rules because finally the um, guidelines were set in, in, in 2010 for the treatment guidelines for this. So we took out a little part called Ritter rules. And then we just teamed up with a, a group in England called Think Aorta. Here was bad timing for that. So we, this was like in January, maybe, uh, I sent maybe 12,000 Think Aorta posters to 6,000 emergency rooms around the country. And we were going to be like, okay, doctors, take pictures with the Think Aorta poster and you get a free t-shirt. And it's like, now all hell is broken loose around the world. But when we're back to oh yeah, eventually the world again... I'll give you more information on that because it is, it's surprising. I mean, I don't, it's like somebody shitty, some shitty asshole said to me, trying to be a shitty asshole, 
so are you doing this because you thought you couldn't save John and now you're trying to save everybody else waiting for me to go no and I went yeah probably so well you've turned you've turned a tragic situation into something that's 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 gonna that's gonna help thousands of people right there was one there was maybe one gene to kind of look for and now there are dozens and dozens and on the horizon there'll be 40 different genes that you can be tested for okay that you will know if you have chest pain or or other things and you go into the emergency room you go hey i have the gene for aortic dissection and they're not going to kill you like they did john and if you you go if if people go to the website they can see the ritter rules there and they can educate themselves you can see everything there as a matter of fact johnritterfoundation.org I talk to a lot of people that go on there for information and people who have had, like, because there's surgery for it. Oh, John's brother, Tom. In two, so John died in 2003, and all of the first-degree relatives, we behave, they behave as if they have the gene, because we don't know yet. But so you get an echocardiogram every year, whatever. You should do that anyway, Gilbert, just because you don't know whether you have it. So in 2007, Tommy goes in for his, like, annual one of those, and there's an aneurysm, which is how it starts, right where John's was. And it started growing fast. And, you know, the quote unquote natural history of whatever genetic predisposition this is, clearly people in their early 50s is when it starts growing. I mean, it's different for every people. Mm-hmm. So John's brother, um, finally, we got him up to Stanford where they monitored it and went, no, we got, they got to fix this. And they replaced his aortic arch and he's fine wow because your aorta is like that big uh, uh like the big like candy cane shaped thing that comes from like when they show like pictures of an mm-hmm. anatomical heart and it's got like the three little springy things on top well that where it comes off of goes all the way down your body and your heart can be in really really great shape but if it's pumping into a tube that's shredding on the inside you are super fucked so but this I, has become your I, life's work I'm, it, it has become my, Bravo. my life story. That and um, selling my ass on um, Cameo.com. <laughs> oh, Gilbert, oh, how much do my, you charge? My, you got company. My, mine is 150 Wow, really? You think you're worth that much? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cameo.com. You can get a video shout-out. But can you give medical advice, bucks. Gilbert? Yeah. Mine is, it, I'm oh. doing 50 bucks, and I'll tell you why. I'm a hoe. Also, but then I'm thinking for a couple people, I've done a lot of work. I've actually like, because they tell me like, I like this specific scene or I, I've been like, dig, again, digging out pictures and like holding them up to the camera of different things. And then I got a lot of free time, by the way, uh, on, on my iMovie uh, thing on my, my iPad, iPad, my maxi iPad with wings. Sorry, it's a girl feminine protection situation joke there, which I can hardly remember because, again, 57. But you know what I do? I, I film, like, little things, and I make, like, actual little videos, plus me bit. So, anyway, that would be worth 150 I'm sure you just go, hi, it's Gilbert Gottfried. Hi, bitty, fly, bitty, baby. I was that one bird and that other thing. Not a bad impression, Gil. It's not bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that what you do? Well, a, a lot of times they'll ask me to roast them, and, really? and and I'll get and I'll get lazy and I'll go, "Hey, fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a roast. 
Fuck you, never Gilbert. got a dinner, Gil. I love you, Gilbert. Call me sometime like a real person. Don't make it about show business. You're He'll never do that. Yeah, never. He'll carry your number around in his wallet for 12 years. Amy, pl plug the website again, johnritterfoundation.org, right? Here's some websites, johnritterfoundation.org, cameo.com. That's stupid, but more importantly, johnritterfoundation.org. But also, I want to do a Patreon. How does that work? We'll you explain it to me. you when we get off mic. Hi, I'm Gilbert Gott... I'm Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. I'm Hi, Gilbert... Can I do Hi. it? Hi. Let her do okay, it. please. Hi. I'm Gilbert Godfrey with my friend Frank Santa Padre. He's also my co-host, and I have a colossal fupa, also known as a podcast. Moose knuckle here, out. <laughs> we'll cut it together. Amy, thank you. This was a blast. I've had it with you two assholes. <laughs> Wash your hands and go to bed. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that was fun. Who wants to grow up? Who wants responsibility? Change your style. First you'll be there.